Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another installment of your fifth favorite podcast, and climbing, the Left yeah. on Red podcast. We used to be your 15th, so. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here we are, today, still going yep. strong. Um, what's up, Evan? How you doing? Uh, not too bad, Cam. How are you doing? I'm good. As you gathered from our totally natural and real banter there, we are, mm-hmm. as always, your co-hosts, Cam and Evan. Yep. Um... And yeah, coming off of a couple of pretty cool episodes, yep, um, we've had a lot of ones. guests on lately, and we're gonna have some more too. By I the know, way. we're gonna have some more. We've got we've got stuff coming up, stuff in yep. the pipeline. Yeah, I've got uh, some tentative guests lined up for both August and September. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm still working on my Mongols series. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: we will not be continuing that today. Uh, it was I've had a lot of stuff going on, but I am writing it, um, and we will be recording part four of that next week so uh ideally fingers crossed the next episode you hear will be uh a return to the world of genghis khan Um, and then after that the return of mystery cults dude hell yeah it's been a while it's probably been like at least six months since we did one of those if not longer it's been um i I think we did yeah we did one this year i believe maybe yeah maybe in like uh January or something like that, but yeah, I don't yeah. know the th- the uh, the fourth one. Not a lot of people listen to it right away, but it's uh, it's caught up now, so yeah. I feel comfortable going going back to it. Hell yeah, yeah, it's a cool series, and it always I always feel like I'm going cross eyed after the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So those are oh, just wait of, till of the all last the episodes <laughs> of all <laughs> the episodes that we do. Um, those are the ones that I actually probably personally go back and listen to more than once most often um yeah obviously like i do a lot of the editing so i listen to all of our episodes multiple times but once they're published i usually only go back and listen once just to make sure i didn't like fuck up too badly and um but those ones i always end up listening to like multiple times because while we're recording them i find it so hard to keep up yeah they're pretty hard history it looks like there's a lot of books that i've been using for them so yeah extremely um deeply researched so that'll be cool to dive back into yep um dude it's hot it is that's fucking sweltering bro which is actually it's we've been lucky because evan and i both record upstairs in houses and you know old houses old houses uh, poor uh airflow yeah yeah so yeah summertime is sweaty time yeah i believe the house i'm in was built in the 19th century yeah, ours was maybe early 20th century, but it's old. You yeah. Know? Our basement's a dungeon. Yeah. Um, but so because it's so hot, that's actually that's a good segue because uh, we have an advertisement for you guys today, which it's been a little while since we've had one of those. Um, yeah. And this one specifically addresses your hot weather needs. Needs, yeah. So I figure before we start the show in earnest, um, let's start the ad. We, why don't we start the ad? So today's episode of Left Unread is brought to you by Dan Gellows and Fellows Family Restaurants. Dan Gellows has always been your go-to for casual family dining, with a mouth-watering selection of classic favorites like the Big Meaty Boy and the Seafood Slop and Trough, which is still unbelievably just $9.99. Mm-hmm. Well now, with a record-breaking heat wave hitting the planet, they're entering the world of delicious frozen dessert beverages. That's right. That's right, folks. For a limited time only, brand new Frozen Fellow milkshakes are making their way to your local Dan Gellows and Fellows location. Beat the heat with an exciting array of proprietary experimental flavors like pine resin, garlicky hummus, and cum. (laughs) 
dude. I knew I was going to fucking lose it. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I practiced this so many times, but I was like, this is going to get such a laugh at Evan. Uh, I fucking knew it. All right. Like pine resin, garlicky hummus, and cum. As with all their recipes, all ingredients are prepared fresh to order, in-house, for your enjoyment. And that's a Dan Gallo's guarantee. Oh, and the milkshake machine will never just be broken on the hottest day in recorded human history. No. Hint, 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 wink, wink. Also, rest assured, unlike some of their competitors, Dan Gellows will never resort to creepy mascots or gimmicky viral marketing campaigns to convince you to try their frozen fellow milkshakes. And nothing ambiguously horrifying will befall you if you decide to indulge. Heck, Evan and I are about to enjoy a couple of frozen fellows right now. Mm -hmm. I got the horseradish flavor. Evan, yep. what did you get? Oh, well, I just took a nice big sip of the um, the surf and surf, uh, which you get to pick your own your own two fish, fish. So for my surf and surf, I went with the monkfish and clams casino combination. Oh, nice! It's um, it's got this really out of, it, this interesting uh, interesting texture mm -hmm. uh, to go with the, a rich creamy flavor. Very nice. That's how I like it. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you heard it here first, folks. Get out there and try yourself a frozen fellow. Uh, Dan Gellows and Fellows. It'll be our little secret. Frozen Fellows milkshakes available for a limited time at participating Dan Gellows and Fellows locations. This ad does not serve as a guarantee that our milkshake machines will not be broken at the time of purchase. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. Well, fuck yeah, man. We've got, uh, we've got these free milkshakes. Um, mm -hmm. I know you already tried yours. I'm, I'm going to fucking rip into mine and try mine and get this horseradish mm -hmm. going. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's spicy. Mm. A chunk that's, of slam. Nice. That is, a ref that is a refreshingly zesty milkshake. Yeah. Oh, wow. Not bad at all. No, it's very good. I feel, I feel good. Fuck! Oh, oh, fuck! How did we get? To, where are we? Huh? Who's there? Hello? Hello? Oh! Oh! oh please! No, 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 no!
Dude, I'm not kidding. So I was fucking, I was fucking, <laughs> like, I wrote that, and I, I was like, man, the pacing of this and the timing of this is good. Like, this is funny. I was like, yeah. all right. I was like, so I know, I know that I'm gonna get a laugh out of Evan, and so I was like, I really wanted to not laugh myself. I really wanted to like power through. Um, and I failed. I just like couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm very happy. I, it's funny too because I almost took a sip of my water while yeah. you were doing that, and it would have ended up all over my microphone. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show. And welcome. there's a lot of uh, stuff going on to talk about in the world. Yeah, a few things have happened. In the last few days. Folks, some things have gone down. Yeah. And some things are up and yet have yet Speaking to drop. Speaking of up, the temperature. So that's yeah. the first thing I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. We mentioned it a little bit in our advertisement. Um, but it's the hottest few days, yep. apparently, globally. Uh, uh, July 3rd and then July 4th were back-to-back the hottest days ever. And I think today is, 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 is also. Yeah. Yeah, we're up over 17 It's three days one. in a row of yeah. the hottest... We're on a streak. The hottest <laughs> three days uh, ever in, in recorded modern human history. Yeah. Um, obviously, that we can't you know say that how far that goes back. It's not that far, but it's pretty significant. And it's yeah, hot. I'm sure during, uh, I'm sure during like, the Precambrian period, there were some hotter parts. You know? I mean, yeah, the it's Earth used volcanic. to literally be a ball of molten rock. So <laughs> yeah. I'm so sure probably, in those days, it's probably it pretty was hot. pretty hot. Pretty toasty. Old Cam and Evan wouldn't have been podcasting upstairs back then. No, back then <laughs> we would have had to do it downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> the downstairs um, mix-up. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, it's man, it's hot. And, uh, you know, I think we've been kind of spared for... Actually, I mean, I don't know what... I'm assuming that you've had fairly similar weather to us, even though where you live because of your proximity to the cape and where you are you do actually get fairly different weather than me a lot of the time but like yeah. it's been pretty gross and rainy and kind of cool the At last this month yeah but yeah so it, it 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 lags so you know where i live it lags behind both getting colder and in, in the fall and hotter in like the spring mm-hmm. uh from where cam is just for our listeners but i actually work up north of providence uh so that's Generally speaking, that's the exact same weather as you have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so definitely, like during the spring, there's like a ten degree difference between where I work and where I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, it's been warm for long enough that like it's usually only like five. So it's it's fu- it's fucking brutal. It was uh, my car was reading over a hundred when I got out of work today at yep. two thirty. Yeah. And then I got to the gym around three thirty, left at five, and it was still reading about a hundred degrees. So, yeah, I was driving around. And I was reading high nineties uh, a couple hours ago. I, I went to the market, mm-hmm. and same thing. It was yeah, it's, it's it's been gross. So we got kind of lulled into a false sense of security. And obviously, here people that live near us on the e- northeastern coast of the United States might be saying, "What do you mean hottest days ever?" Well, it's not here. It hasn't been the hottest days ever here. Well, it's it, been globally. hotter than it usually is here. Not the last few years, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, no, the last so. few years it's been pretty cool. But um, no, no, I, I'm saying the last few years has also been hot. Like, so what I'm saying is, like, right now, historic. Like, if you look at like the data from like 20 years or 30 years, it's definitely hotter here than it used to be. Yeah. Well, but still, I mean, here we've had a lot of days in the 70s. Like, yeah. it hasn't been hot where I live, is what I'm saying. It's been rainy and in the 70s. It's been very yeah. humid. 
Um, but yeah, for for the bulk of June and and early July, it actually hasn't been. Hot. Yeah, it's been lagging the last few years for yeah, sure. Yeah, but now all of a sudden, it's so. My point is just to say, it's we're talking about globally here. Global averages way up, way up. Now, folks, you know this has never been our biggest crusading point, but I think at this point, suffice it to say, um, we're making the Earth hotter. And it's really hot. It's getting really hot. And it's getting, like, yeah. noticeable year to year, which is pretty Well, alarming. it's dangerous, too, because you're seeing, like, mass die-offs of, uh, mass die-off of, like, fish and, like, certain bodies of water, which yeah. uh, one thing that happens is um, the dissolved oxygen content uh, goes down as temperature goes up. <laughs> so uh, there's starting to be less oxygen in the water for right, fish, too. you're getting to... bigger, like, de- dead zones, is that what they call them? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, I forget where it was. I think this was uh, near, like, Baja, California or something like that. Don't quote me. Yes, uh, yeah. In the, there uh, was, like, mass die-off of fish in the body of water. Yeah, like, thousands, like, hundreds like, of thousands. Like, tens of hundreds of thousands. Because there's just not enough dissolved oxygen. Yeah, they just we're all washing up on shore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw something about that. Um, yeah. Where was that mass fish die-off? I think, I think it was Baja, California or somewhere around there. Wrong. It was on the Gulf Coast, so it's, it's Texas. Oh, Gulf Coast. Okay, other the side. Gulf Let's of go. Mexico. Yeah, so the yeah. Uh, the other the other uh, other side, other side. But um, yeah, still, it was it was it was pretty pretty crazy, and so shit like that keeps happening. And um, I don't know, I, I don't really know what else to say about it at this point. I think all people that are way more established than us have been screaming about this for years. So I, I don't really know per se what. Evan and I are going to say on our little show that's going to convince anyone who's not already convinced that this situation. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. But like, you know, whatever. Just a thing to note that right now, as we're recording this, we are we're hitting a hot streak, literally, and it's yeah. it's just that's just that. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I actually just today, um, I was like, uh, I was like on Twitter just talking to like one of my mutuals, you know, just like shooting the shit, whatever. I mentioned, like, I don't know, that wet bulb shit, and I was just like, yeah, I refuse to learn what wet bulb means. Um, and, like, people today are, like, mad at me, and, like, some quote tweet, and, like, saying, I don't care about, uh, like, well, yeah, if you have AC and everything taken care of, it's not a problem for you. But for other people, it's like, yeah, I don't need a new term for when it's so hot that you can die. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I did, like, I'm aware that that's a thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it was very, very stupid. Yeah, man. I forgot I had headphones on. I just tried to put on a hat as I was listening. To it. <laughs> it's a good look. I just went with it, but yeah. I'm sure it looks pretty stupid. They look um, stupid. Yeah, man. I don't know. The internet's fucked. Like people are yeah. just on the prowl looking for reasons to 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 cannibalize one one another all the time. Yeah. Oh, speaking of awful things in the internet, uh, the launch of Threads has happened. Yeah. And we're working on it, folks. We'll be on there i guess yeah certainly <laughs> uh, yeah i'm gonna make one for our for our uh, podcast account i don't yeah. really plan to use one personally um just because i don't know i don't need my um normal friends and family to see <laughs> the kind of shit that goes i know well, on that's the Twitter thing that's what, what i was thinking like because immediately it makes your stuff available for like your your regular <laughs> friends and shit on instagram yeah. to like add you so i was fucking around with it today just like see what's good but um, don't go looking for me. You won't find yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, there's so no first po- of all, there's, there's no podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're, if we'll you're, do it. We'll do it. Yeah, if you're looking for um, the savior to you know the collapsing Twitter of Elon Musk, 
Uh, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg, the, the guy who, who did the metaverse, is going to be the one to say no. it. Well, that's Which, the thing. People are all of a sudden like doing an about-face on Zuck like he's not also fucked. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not stupid like Elon Musk. Yeah, he's no, yeah, he's not. Dude. He's not like a br- like a brainless dullard like Elon Musk. Yeah, no, is. he's still an alien. I mean, yeah, he's an alien. They were talking just, about having a fight. Remember that? Like a couple weeks. Yeah, ago? Yeah, he actually and then, does jujitsu, BJJ. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, if Zuck is like looking pretty yoked, dude. I feel like. Yeah. I feel. Like, I mean, he looks again, Elon he looks Musk like a cyborg, is like. Elon Musk looks like an overstuffed sausage roll. Yeah, you know I what I mean. Like Zuck is younger. If he's not younger, he looks ten years younger. I, I think. Yeah, I think he's about ten years younger. Um, it would be sick to watch like a, a guy I hate just fuck the shit. Like, fuck. I was gonna say fuck the shit out of oh, like yeah. another guy that I hate more. Um, that would also be sick, dude. If they want to, <laughs> yeah, see if who they gets just... to like successfully mount the other and penetrate. Dude, him. if they just suck and fuck like freaks, dude. I would pay so much money to watch that. <laughs> An intracural fucking. Oh, not intracural, dude. I would want that shit to be hardcore penetration oh, between Zuck and Musk, dude. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that like that would be fine if that happened. Okay. Um. Yep. And uh. Yeah. So it's hot. And yeah. and it would be sick if Mark Zuckerberg fucked Elon Musk on live <laughs> Dude, TV. Yeah. And he just yeah. lubes up with a bunch of fucking sweet baby rays. Yeah, and, and Elon's <laughs> just like, they squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> you better suck off that barbecue sauce, fella. Um, <laughs> uh, Post fact disclaimer: This show contains discussion of sexual violence. Uh, some listeners may find disturbing not yeah we're gonna put a uh, postscript content warning not, not recommended for listeners uh yeah under the under the age of 17 and over the age of 35 yeah uh, actually yeah this podcast is not recommended for any age groups. this podcast is not recommended <laughs> yeah um Oh, so the other thing that's happening, like, like kind of as we are recording over the past day, day and a half. So, obviously, you know, a lot of you have probably listened by now. And if you haven't, go back and listen because it was really fun. Um, our episode last week with Dr. Alexander Herbert, um, one of our – either our earliest guests or one of our earliest – not our earliest, but one of our earliest guests. He was uh, um, yeah, the, the – uh, I guess third guest, yeah. Patrick and Ian. Oh, Patrick and Ian are kind of a team. They count as there, one so. guest. Yeah, I think they're tied for first. Pa- yeah. So I guess he yeah. would be our third because that's how you do that. They're tied for first, and he's our third. Um, well, yeah, they've been on. They've all been on three times. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so we talked last week about, um, among other things, about the unfolding situation in Russia regarding the Wagner Group. Um, yeah. And it's it's uh, esteemed leader Yevgeny Prigozhin, um, and I know we mentioned in that episode that the the plan at the time at the time of recording, uh, it was stated that uh, Prigozhin and his uh, those members of Wagner that were directly involved in his coup attempt or invasion or posturing or whatever you want to call it. Um, had been diverted to Belarus and they'd be moving there and signing some sort of defense contract there, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, fast forward to, I think, yesterday, uh, and the president of Belarus, who's been the president for a very long time, uh, Alexander Lukashenko, yeah, has come out Lukashenko. and said, uh, I, don't, I don't know where he is, but he's not here. Uh, he never came here. He didn't arrive here. Um, and I know that 
months ago, Lukashenko was going on and on and on about how much he loved Yevgeny Prigozhin. They'd been friends for 20 years, yada, yada. Um, now he's backtracking. He's like, I don't even I don't even know him that well. I mean, really, it's Putin that knows him. They've been friends for like 30 years, so I don't even really know the guy. And he's like, hey, you know, if he decides that he wants to come to Belarus, like, we'll talk for sure. But, yeah, I don't know anything about that. A iffy. I don't know anything about that. So he was saying that he thinks that Prigozhin is in St. Petersburg right now, or if he's not there, he's maybe leaving and moving around. But they think he's in Russia still. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's just a little postscript addendum to, you know, what we were talking about last week. It's still headline-grabbing news. Um, And the thing about that is there's also just some some stuff coming out about, like, what prompted the – uh, attempted coup, um, and I don't know how much we went into this last week. Um, yeah. Some of this has been bandied about, but I think Lukashenko is sort of uh, corroborating the fact that Prigozhin, um, the 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 main issue arose, or the final straw arose for the Wagner group with relations with Putin, uh, when Putin wanted Wagner to sign a contract uh, providing, you know service to the Russian military for a set term. Um, yeah. And Prigozhin did not want to do that. Um, and we sort of talked about that last week about like, yeah. when you're used to that warlord lifestyle, somebody comes in and has all these rules and wants you to like salute and all this stuff. It's like, I don't know, man. And also like be under fire from like a modern air force. Yeah. Instead of, <laughs> like, instead of just like, I feel like that, that's shit. also a big thing too. Like, yeah, you know, you've kind of seen that too. Like with the Americans that have gone to fought and, uh, in Ukraine, yeah, who like were used to fighting Afghanistan and Iraq, yeah, which you know no smoke against those nations, but those aren't like modern militaries like yeah. Russia's, in. yeah. And then they go there and they come back and like what the fuck, yeah, like that is not like the fucking fighting that we're used to, man. You're under fucking constant fire, totally, yeah. I mean it's it's <laughs> it's like the difference between you like, know, um, it's like the difference between, I think I used the example last week of, like, you know, Great Britain fighting the Zulu War and then Great Britain fighting Napoleon, you know? Yeah. It's just different. Now, granted, that was kind of a bad example because they did ultimately, with a coalition of nations, defeat our brave boy Napoleon, which, sad day for world history. But Yeah, very sad day, although <laughs> Napoleon still did defeat those coalitions, like, six times. Yeah, no, I know. It's funny. <laughs> it's like, like They like, just kept coming back. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's There's only so many times you, as one country, yeah. making other countries help you, that you can defeat basically the rest of Europe. Yeah, it's... it's The it's, fact that he did it more than once, and not just once, but what was it, six or seven times he won? I forget. Yeah, what. I think it was seven. He, he, yeah. he had a, a pretty sterling record. But yeah, I mean, the, the armies of seven nations or six nations can replenish their ranks much faster than one French army. Yeah. So it's it's I mean it's like the American Civil War, you know, the South fucking murked on the North like just substantially for like two years, but they just didn't have the manpower. Yeah, and the North just kept finding more boys to send down there into the meat grinder. Or it's like Carthage versus Rome. Yeah, dude, exactly. You and know? when when you can levy those troops nonstop, like yeah. there's only so long that you can defeat them. Yeah, even if you have like all of the tactical advantages. Yeah, Rome's the classic know. example of that. They yeah. just could just keep the army. The stacks will will continue yeah. until morale uh, uh, fades, I guess, of the enemy. <laughs> 
until um, morale disappears. Yeah. So anyway, uh, where were we? We were talking about yeah. uh, Wagner and Pergoshin. the master of disguise. Yeah. Oh, Pergoshin. dude. And yeah. You sent me those pictures that he loves <laughs> the dressing Aladdin up. Was, like, oh my god. He loves dressing. Yeah. He dressed up like uh, Aladdin. General Aladdin. Or, yeah. Or, well, is it general or is it like field? Um, what is it? I think he calls himself General Aladdin. Yeah. From the dictator. I never really finished that movie. I mean, it's not good. Yeah, it's not a good flick. And especially after, how, like, Borat was so good, and then Bruno was okay. And then. His scripted movies aren't good. The, the Ali G movie is not good. Yeah. Borat's great. Bruno's great. Borat 2's pretty good. But Aladdin's bad. Yeah. Uh, his show on Showtime was really funny. That was very good. And that was, like, what, four years ago at this point? Five years ago? Yeah, I think it was, like, 2017, so. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Um. Anyway, I digress. We don't know where yeah. he's at. He's but yeah. So, somewhere. but yeah. So, uh, for what we just said, uh, Pergosian apparently was a man of many disguises, and the pictures are so fucking good. You have to just like look up Pergosian's disguises. Like these are the silliest outfits I've ever seen. Oh yeah, they're they're so bad. And like, <laughs> if you're anywhere within twenty feet of the guy, you're just like, that's fake beard. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a wig. Like, yeah, there's no. I mean, way. it's like barely even holding onto his skin, the beard. Yeah, I mean, he must. It must just be for like snipers or something. Like he's worried about people. Or, or him maybe he's away. some kind of uh, wig pervert. Yeah, he might be some sort of strange sex pervert. Which you know, yeah. no kink shame, but like. That's no. a really funny specific. Yeah, yeah, that you look like to look like to look like a silly man with a beard. Yeah, like you're really he had, in one of them he like had like this wig on that made him look like he was like a Madchester dude, like he was really yeah. like he was, I don't know, they're incredible. Yeah, yeah, like they're he was in good. Blur or something, you know. Yeah, they're um, all good. Really, really funny, really funny shit. Yeah, the whole situation is is fucked, but he just seems like such a character. I'm surprised he wasn't more well known internationally prior to this event especially considering how bad he was at disguises yeah Qual é, afinal, o peixe que tu tá vendendo? Tudo lindo, realmente tô emocionado Mas ainda tem uma coisa que eu não entendi Uma duvidazinha assim, detalhezinho aqui Pode parecer bobagem, mas tá achando que não é Mas tá achando que não é E qual é, afinal, o peixe que tu tá vendendo? Qual é, afinal, o peixe que tu tá vendendo? Qual é o cheiro das tuas ideias? Qual é o gosto que tu traz no peito? E por trás do peixe que tu tá vendendo? Qual é o peixe que tu tá vendendo? What else? Oh, there was one other thing that I wanted to talk about, which was, you know, we did an episode a couple weeks ago, similar to this, kind of a forum episode, yeah. uh, where we were talking about the, the Titanic sub, the Ocean Gate Titan submersible. Oh, <coughs> uh, um, yeah. And... There have been a few developments there. Um, For a while, uh, Ocean Gate was was saying that they planned to resume tourist operations in 2024. Um, Now, my guess was that 
something, or at least part of that, had to do with uh, trying to recoup the the inevitable brutal legal costs that are just going to fucking yeah. destroy that company, um, which should happen. But uh, they have now officially come out and and said, um, hold on, I'm sure. Oh yes. Um, so the the CEO obviously of, of OceanGate, Stockton Rush, who we mentioned uh, in memoriam um, in an yep. episode a couple weeks ago who was 61. He died alongside with all the other passengers. Um, a good but CEO the, goes down with the sub. <laughs> um, but now the owner of the company, whose name should be right here. Oh, okay. Uh, Argentinian entrepreneur Guillermo Sonline. Um huh. Which almost oh, sounds okay. like the same. Like, Let's think about that name for I a know, second. I know, I know. He's Argentinian, <laughs> and his last name super German. I knew that. I knew that would prick your fucking ears up. Right? Yep. Uh, uh, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. How far does that family go back? I know. Maybe How long have you guys 1946? been in Argentina? <laughs> you ever wonder about Giselle Bunchen? Oh, oh yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. hot though. She's good looking though. Yeah, she is, but that is a very uh, a very sus name. Yeah, for a any Brazilian. Any place you're, anytime you're in that region of the world, and you've got a, a German sounding name. Yeah, the east. If you're in Eastern South America, and, highly uh, suspicious. Yeah, and then in the western parts, the Japanese, Eastern German, Western Japanese. You know, like our like our friends the Fujimoris. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, he came out, Guillermo Sonline, which sort of sounds like you're saying Guillermo's online. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, that was uh, one of those, uh, you know, Netscape competitors in the 90s. Mm. Guillermo's online. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he has come forward and said that they're, they're ceasing all operations, both exploratory and touristic. Yeah, uh, I, I, so. I think... Th- I think everybody else may have decided that for them yeah yeah yeah. but i think they're just they're just they're finally getting with the times and they're just yeah. saying hey you're right we're gonna not do this because this seems like a bad idea yeah so maybe they were just trying to salvage their stocks before they sold a bunch of shit i don't i don't fucking yeah I, I yeah I, i'm assuming it was something some trying to buy time like legally and whatnot yeah um yeah Damn, dude! I feel yeah. like I'm gonna have a stroke. It's hot as <laughs> shit right now. I feel like yeah. like my brain feels like mush. I'm cooking. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really bad too because I fucking I lost my goddamn. Uh, so uh, for our listeners at home, I have asthma, and uh, I lost my inhaler the other day. I have no idea where the fuck it is. Um, but like it was like pretty new. I only had it for like a month or two, and it's really a hassle to get them if you like just lost one because I, I don't know what it is maybe uh, maybe it's just the company around here or the you know the, the health care around here yeah but they don't like to give you them more than three a year and if you have more than that they like uh, they just get weird about it so I just lost one that had like three quarters of its puffs on it and I was just gonna you mean that like fucking... the inhaler itself or the cartridge well, they, they, you get it all in one. They, oh, they you don't reload the, the cartridge into the inhaler? No, no, no. They give you a new one. But, like, I don't know. They try to say that, like, uh, if you're using more than three a year, that you have, like, uncontrolled fucking uh, uh, asthma and that you need different types of inhalers and shit. I'm sure it's just to try to fucking sell you shit. Um, but, like, so I just lost one. I had, like, three quarters of them on. And this hot, humid weather definitely makes it worse. Yeah. And so, like, thankfully, I had a couple emergency ones with, like, you know, like, 30 charges between them. 
But, like, I'm scrounging while I'm trying to, like, get a fucking new one right now. It's a pain in the goddamn ass. Dude, that sucks. Like, yeah, it's like, insane. It's, like, especially because, like, I got asthma because I had pneumonia, and then I got COVID after that. And those two things double-tapped my lungs, like, pretty bad. So I was fucking using it a lot a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had to, like, tell my doctor, I was like, why am I being a hassle for this? I just had fucking COVID. Yeah, man, I've been using my inhaler a lot. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But finally, I was able to, you know, fucking uh, get a new one. But then I just got this one, like, a month and a half ago. Now it's going to be a pain in the ass to get. Anyway. That sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, um... Uh, yeah, so do you have, uh, did you have any other topics? No, those are the three main things I wanted to talk about, um... Plus, you know, I just wanted to read our advertisement and get some revenue because we're poor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, you know what I want to talk about? What's that? The summer blockbusters that are out this month. Oh yeah, hell yeah, man! Lots of good movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the big three this month: Mission Impossible Seven, Dead Reckoning Part One, mm-hmm. uh, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. Mm-hmm. And now I wanted, uh, I wanted us to kind of, uh, you know, we can talk about it. I want to rank between the two of us. Which ones we're most excited for? Okay. All right. Yeah. So, first off, you know, we've got Mission Impossible, which is the seventh edition into the Mission Impossible film series, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, the film series are a sequel to both television series, the first one from the 60s and 70s, and the second one from the 80s, uh, which I've never watched and will never watch. Um, and then we've got, you know, the film series that starts in the 90s, in the 90s, uh, with Mission Impossible 1, 2, and 3, uh, which I've seen, I haven't, and I haven't, I, I've just started watching them last week, trying to get ready for this, um, and then we've got, uh, uh, uh 4, 5, and 6, which are supposed to be, like, god tier, mm-hmm. so now, I just finished 3, literally, right before we started recording this, have you seen the Mission Impossible movies? Uh, I've definitely seen the first two, and, yeah. I, and maybe the third one, like, when that came yeah. out, which was over 10 years ago at this point. um that's it and i i i remember that tom cruise had long hair and rode a motorcycle in the second one yep and that there was a some sort of bioweapon called chimera yep and was 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 the love interest in that um it's thandy newton oh it was thandy newton i was gonna say i thought in my memory it was uh it was uh, what was her name? Um, she was an actress that was in all sorts of movies. Uh, she was in that movie, A Knight's Tale. Uh, oh, you with... think of Michelle Monaghan because she's no, in I'm I'm not. I'm thinking of Shannon Sossamon, but that's she was that's it was Thandie Newton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thandie Newton is the one from a uh, two or Tondi. I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, yeah, I, think it's it's Tan, I think it's Tan. Tan D- it's actually apparently Tan Dway. Oh. Well, that's that's her. I think that she came out and said that's how she. That's her actual name. Yeah, I've always said Tandi. Yeah. Which apparently her, her real name, be, her real first name is Melanie. Yeah, and apparently she did used to get credited as Tandi, mm-hmm. but spelled Tandi, so maybe that's why. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that one's great. So that's a super horny movie. It's very funny. Uh, Mission Impossible 2. So Mission, the first Mission Impossible is an awesome movie. Uh, it's a very good one. The it's first got one? Uh, yeah, the first one's very good. Uh, it's got um, uh, it's good like in a campy way, but still it's really good. 
Like the 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 big action sequence at the end where like a fucking helicopter gets attached to a train and goes under a fucking tunnel with the train. It's so ridiculous, but it's very cool. Uh, and you know you you've got a John Voight who actually like kind of jogs at one point in that movie, which is really insane. Watching to him see. run. Yeah, oh, well, he's not, he's not running, okay? But he, he's breaking into a, a trot. A canter. Yeah, yeah, a canter, yeah. And that's, like, really crazy to see. Um, but, yeah, you, you've got that one. The second one is bad, but, like, wicked funny. And uh, it's by John Woo. And the movie is, is just, like, insane. Uh, super horny. Uh, very horny for Tondiwe Newton. Um, and... Uh, it's got, like you said, yeah, it's got Tom Cruise with long hair. It's a very 90s movie. Like, it's a very 1999 movie. Is that when it came out in 99? It came out in 2000, but okay. it would be filmed in 99. Sure. You know, and it's very 1999. Like, you've got, like, the Matrix sunglasses on yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, it's got, like, this super fucking hammed up motorcycle chase scene at the end. Um. I'm I'm just looking at the movies right now. And know. just like an insane amount of bicycle and drop kicks by Tom Cruise in the final fight. Like he is just kicking the shit out of this guy in the most ridiculous ways. Um and then the third one is JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams always needs to get his hands into an iconic series. Um and much like uh his uh forays into Star Wars and Star Trek, uh generally speaking his first movie and a classic series is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked The Force Awakens. I know it's basically a new hope, but I liked it. Um, and I like his Star Trek movie, the first one. Uh, those are both good. Of course, uh, his, uh, of course, The Rise of Skywalker and Star Trek Into Darkness are like such dog shit. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Just like bottom of the barrel bad. Yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about my my Star Trek into Dark. We have. We've here. talked about it in Con and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily, he only does one movie in the series, and his like the like his other first movies in the other series, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, so I'm excited to start to watch Ghost uh, uh, Ghost Protocol this weekend, um, and then yeah, maybe I'll even tackle uh, uh, what's the next one, Rogue Nation, mm-hmm. and then there's Fallout. Which is the the one that has an insane, practically shot scene of Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise actually doing it, climbing the Burj Sky- Khalifa. No, I think that I think that's Ghost Protocol. Oh, okay, because uh, he really no, did this, the Burj Khalifa too. Yeah, no. So in Fallout, and I've I've watched like like behind the scenes thing on it. Tom Cruise leaps from outer space. Oh, that's right. Oh, and the it's Red Bull sh- thing. shot practical. Yeah. And the entire time, he can only move up to, like, 10 feet away from the camera guy. And now the one not practical part of that movie is that the other person in the air gets hit by lightning. And then Tom Cruise has to do, like, compression, like, chest compressions on them in the air. Yeah. And he said that they could only do one take a day to get this. And so, like, for, like, every day, they would go up into fucking space, and he would leap from it. <laughs> yeah, like, just, just, just at the edge of the atmosphere, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, that is so fucking insane. Because otherwise he would float away. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you haven't achieved orbit yet. You know what I mean? Dude, Tom, say what you will, but Tom has done so much with the power of Scientology. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he, uh, like, he buys he into showed, that shit. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's done wonders for his career. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I get it for, like... Like, if you're, like, a struggling actor or whatever, and the Scientologist is like, yeah, you just have to give us all the blackmail possible on us, and we'll get you fucking parts. Yeah. We'll turn you into a star. Right. Like, I, I guess I get it. I wouldn't fucking do it, but I can, <laughs> see, the, I can see the thought process. Yeah, well, to be fair, neither of us are really, like, fertile ground for that sort of nefarious plotting anyway. Yeah. I don't think they'd make that offer to either of us, but Tom... Well, it depends. I mean, you know what I mean? If we were promising actors... Like, now we're both in our, like, mid-30s, but, you know. Early 30s. I think we're still early. 33 is still early. Yeah. I, I, not for me, not too much longer for me. No, I know. You've got, what, two months? Three months? October, three months? Yeah, three and a half. Uh, almost four months. Yeah. Yeah. It's three, yeah, it's almost four, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be 34, and then I'll fucking finally just, bloop, just kill myself and be done with it. This is the glorious period where we're the same age, and you can't lord it over me. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah, always exactly. do. Make me feel mm-hmm. like a little baby. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so I'm really excited for Mission Impossible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so Dead, so this new one's going to be called Dead Reckoning. It's yeah. part one. Part two will be out next year, and currently it has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which is and just we- the critic score, right? Yeah, yeah, but this is, like, over 100 reviews. This is, yeah. like, it's, it is fucking crushing right now. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really dude. He hasn't for that. been missing lately, man. I mean, you saw you saw. Yeah, Top this Gun. is like a Tom Cruise renaissance right now. Top Gun was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Like, ju- I just accepted the propaganda when I saw yeah. it. I was like, I yeah. know, uh, I know, well, I'm being propagandized. Rules. I don't care. Yeah, this fucking owns. Yeah, that movie was sick. And I was gonna say, like, you, this is this is a time when you will hear us just straight up say that we were fine with the propaganda. It, yeah, uh, it fucking I accepted ruled, the man. op. I will accept the psyop. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Between that and the the Mission Impossible resurgence, yeah, this is uh this is like a, a new phase of Tom Cruise's career where he's like a huge star again. Yeah, yeah. He you know, was never after- like not, you know. He didn't he didn't wane like your Nicholas Cage's and all these other guys. But like, you know, everybody has dips. Yeah, he was he was doing good movies that weren't huge. Like uh what yeah. uh what what was Last that one? Samurai? Edge of Tom- uh, Last Samurai. But what was that one that? We oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Movie that movie night? was sick. Was that Edge of Tomorrow? Was it something else? Yeah, it was. Oh Edge yeah, it was Edge of Tomorrow. Lived yeah. I Repeat. Yeah, whatever. Edge of Tomorrow. We watched that for like which our was a good movie. movie. It, it, it was a good movie, but it like it wasn't like this huge like blockbuster. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, he's 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 so back. He yeah. must have. We are so fucking back, a dude. Child to David Miscavige or something. Yeah, yeah. He, or you know, fucking uh, finally ended Shelley Miscavige's life. Yeah, we're totally gonna get killed for making these jokes. He put her, <laughs> he put her out of her misery. We're not famous, dude. If we're famous, if we get famous enough that we have to get like a cease and desist from the Church of Scientology, I'll consider that a good sign. Yeah, yeah. The cease and desist will be fucking uh, one of the master sins outside our window. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep. I'm right, yeah. dude. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't one of them like a sexual predator? Uh, he just got convicted of two of the three. Um, uh, uh, I guess trigger warning here. We're going to talk about the Danny Masterson case a little bit, or content warning. Yeah. Uh, Danny Masterson uh, raped some women, including Cedric Bixler Zavala's wife. Cedric Bixler Zavala. Oh, that's right. He was Volta. a Scientologist, right? And that, he was he, like, a Scientologist. That's where he met his wife. And yeah. then she kind of opened up that Danny Masterson had like raped her. And uh, it's funny because uh, Cedric Bixler Zavala credit scientology for like finally getting him over his drug addiction yeah apparently once he got finally got clean from like you know dope and all, all the other drugs that they used to do he was smoking a thousand dollars of weed a week oh 
my which God. is just like what the fuck like that like you just must be stoned non-stop like yeah, that's like smoking that's more like than you can shit. even get high from that's like seth rogan shit yeah like like the, like what the fuck and then um so they helped him get over that and then uh, eventually he left and he said that they like fucking killed his dog that they were like uh stalking him and his wife yeah and shit like that it was insane yeah, the but, testimonials of people that have left the Church of Scientology, especially high-profile yeah. members, are insane. Yeah, you know the just the shit that man. What a what a fascinating. I, it'll be really interesting as like a history person uh, yeah. to see what what if anything ever comes to light about like the true goings on <laughs> of that that group. Because I mean, and then, yeah, and then, like, the offshoots of that, like we talked about in the Son of Sam episodes, those were Scientologists who yes. created the Process Church and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. all that shit, like, all the stuff that was, like, tied to them in the 70s and 80s and shit. Yeah, crazy. Fucking crazy. insane. Okay, but, so um, we got we to gotta do our, you wanted to rank our excitement for... Well, yeah, we got to talk about the other two, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, we'll be quick about this. I know you're dying from the heat. No, no, I, I mean, it's cool. Just, just um, next up, we got Oppenheimer. Uh, which is the uh, the movie about Oppenheimer being sad that he created a bomb of mass destruction and then it got used. Is it about the aftermath or is it about the? the I, I think it's about the Manhattan Project. Okay. Um. So, uh, this will be another one that you're gonna have to accept the op yeah. <laughs> to enjoy. Uh, yeah. Obviously, um, I you know Christopher Nolan is uh. I think saying that he is uh, right wing and a uh, proponent of the uh, security state would uh, not be a uh, controversial thing to state. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, straight up, fuck it. I mean, that's like the whole point of the Batman movies. I mean, it's fucking, yep. it's like actually the Patriot Act, you know, if you have a crazy guy like the Joker who's really willing to do terrorist stuff, it's okay to uh, invade everybody's privacy. Yeah. <laughs> um, like all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I don't think, I think Christopher Nolan's insanely overrated. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, I I think even the Batman movies, like I've gone yeah. back and rewatched. Honestly, them. I like the newest Batman movie more than I like any of them. Yeah, I feel the exact same <laughs> like, way, dude. I thought the newest Batman movie was incredibly I loved good. It. And the second time I watched it, because I think we talked yeah. about that a little bit on the show, um, but the the second time I watched it, I liked it even more. I think I it's loved it. Fantastic. I don't love that Bruce Wayne, but I think that uh, Robert Pattinson is the fucking raddest Batman. Yeah, I felt and really also fucking, I didn't love his Bruce Wayne. It was very broody and moody and whatever. Colin Farrell as the Penguin, all with oh actual God, makeup dude. done, dude. No CGI on that. That's fucking makeup. Yeah, man. Hell that, yes. that movie fucking rips. And then and just pl- the and opening it, scene when he fucking yeah. when he just trucks through those dudes in the train yeah. station. It sets. Oh, the dude, and they had like that movie like uh, like unlike basically almost any other superhero movie over the last like I don't know fifteen years or whatever. Yeah, it actually had like a uh, uh, like a sense of like actual artistic direction. Yeah, like there were shots where they were taking the camera and slamming it to the side of the Batmobile and yeah. during a crash and it spins out and it's like an inch above the ground and you're seeing the destruction. Yeah, from it like all that yeah, shit it was, was cool. It was, like it such was cool a shots. Movie. Yeah, all, I, all that say, I mean, I get it, like the Heath Ledger, Le- Heath Ledger Joker and all that stuff. Yeah, um, still cool, but like even that movie, The Dark Knight, the one that got all the fucking props, it feels pretty pretty flaccid now. Rewatching it, like, and I don't yeah. know that that's like a hot take or not. I don't keep up with like the film. No, oh, I, world I, like I would do, I but. would say Christopher Nolan is not that beloved in like film world. That's he's definitely more of a normie director. Yeah. 
like the normie idea. I did like um, Memento. Cool movie. Memento's cool. I actually, I, 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 I actually really, really like Interstellar. I mean, I just love any like space sci-fi kind I've of. I've still stuff. never seen Interstellar. It's not a good, great movie. Uh, I mean, Matthew McConaughey is incredible in it, and it's very yeah, dude, silly. He's, he's another guy who like kind of had the inklings of like a renaissance, and then kind of dropped off the map. Like he's a fabulous actor, and in a span of like he five years, do put out like things. some powerhouse shit, like True Detective fucking powerhouse shit dallas buyers club dallas buyers uh, club powerhouse shit um, yeah what else and was he in and then just kind of like started doing linking commercials and shit and like yeah yeah he just doesn't do a bunch of things right now i mean he's gearing up to to enter politics so there's that oh um, is that the thing yeah and he's also maybe woody harrelson's brother you know uh, yeah that'd be that'd about. be cool yeah but uh but i mean like enter seller is not what i would call a great movie it's just like uh, as somebody who really loves like I don't know like space travel and all that kind of stuff, and it's uh, very cheap in how it draws on your emotions. But I find it myself very emotionally moved by that movie, mm-hmm. even though I know what it's doing and how it's getting there. But I don't know. I, I really like that one, even though I don't think it's great. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that one and Tenet. I find really watchable, even though it's stupid as fucking shit. That is such a stupid fucking movie, Tenet. Mm. Uh, Tenet was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But I find it very watchable. Nah, man, I dude, I <laughs> really? hated that movie, and I very, yeah. it's very rare that I'll have that visceral of a response to yeah. a film because I can watch whatever. But yeah. like, dude, I it's hated it. I thought it was so fucking bad. I thought it was so stupid, and it had yeah. a lot of people I like in it. I actually like that lead actor. It's Denzel Washington's kid. Oh, I don't um, like him. I think he can't act for shit. Really? Yeah, John. David I don't know. Washington. I thought he was fine, but. He definitely wasn't the reason I hated the movie. Oh, he's very good, like action. It's just like I oh, everything. He's, he's I've no Denzel. In, yeah, he's he's not a very good dramatic actor. He's a very good action guy, though. Yeah, yeah. I think um, he'll be fine. He he's he wasn't distasteful to me. He's not the reason. Well, I, I mean, he's him. he's not exactly young. No, he's he's, he's like forty. Like 40. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So anyway, so we have Oppenheimer, and I think that's a there. It's supposed to be shot part black and white part color and the black and white is supposed to be like i think more subjective things and the color is supposed to be more like objective or some stupid shit like that that christopher nolan likes to do um and it's going to be super long i think it's like three and a half hours unfortunately um but it is going to have some awesome imac shots of nuclear explosions which you know your boy likes. Dude, so. that, Evan gets rock hard for footage of nukes. Just yeah. so everybody knows. Like, and that's that I have a DVD all... narrated by William Shatner about all of the Proving Grounds tests. Dude, that, that shit fucking predates yeah. a lot of things about Evan. Yeah. Evan has yeah. been fucking Since rock like high solid school. for nukes for Since, like, as long school, as I've yeah. known him. Um, but yeah, I mean, foundational stuff. Stuff that you might think... Yep. Man, this is the thing about this guy. Before all that, yeah, jerked off to videos of nukes, like just. Yeah, just I was like into super it. into like uh, yeah all that nuclear shit back when I was in high school. That's why that's the first ever episode of our show. Yeah, actually, yeah, the, yeah. The if you guys go back and them. listen to it. It's it's it, it it's an homage. It's an homage no. to his passion. So yep. we're gonna go see that movie. Yep. With some buddies, and man, I am so dreading it. I really not dreading it. It'll be fun to hang out <clears> with everybody. But the actual movie itself, because you know this already. I'm yeah. There are I'm very few three-plus-hour to... movies that I <clears throat> give a shit to sit through. Yeah, they're they're out there, right? Avatar. Like, I can sit and watch Lord of the Yeah, Avatar was sick. I can sit and watch yeah. Lord of the Rings and the special features. Like that shit rules. But it better be a dope three hours. 
you know, yeah. The Revenant. I, that was I'm gonna I'm movie. gonna eat an edible for Oppenheimer. What do you say? Uh, I'll do I'll do like a little five milligram edible or something like that for Open, uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do something yeah. to make sure that I don't need to piss. Well, so that's the thing though. It's like, and I I felt like I was, you know, I wasn't saying any when I was talking about why I don't want to see it. I don't think I was saying anything that was like yeah. lost on you. But I was like just yeah. like surprised that everybody that nobody else was like picking up what I was putting down about like this. Just seems like a big fucking like one of those like. Oscar contender movies that gets like made yeah. to contend oh, for Oscars. Oh, the only like, reason is because like it seemed everybody was down for it. I would still, in a heartbeat, rather see fucking Mission Impossible. Same, <laughs> and I would also Seven, rather see oh, movie the, number three. Yeah, yeah. So movie number three, the big July blockbusters, is Barbie. Yeah. Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Uh, finally, uh, it's been in development since two thousand nine. Attached to a bunch of different filmmakers and lead actresses. At one point, insanely. Uh, Amy Schumer was supposed to star. This was back in 2016 when, like, for, like, two months there, for some reason, people really liked Amy Schumer. Dude, uh, before... I'm not gonna be one of these... I, I Just to preface this, I'm not and Evan is not. We are not those dude podcasters, right? Yeah. There are so many funny women out in the world. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Rosebud sure. Baker, fucking... Uh, uh, Sarah Sherman. What'd you say? Sarah Sherman. I love Sarah, Sarah Sherman. Sherman. Dude, so many fucking funny women in the world, so I'm not about to make some weird yeah. sexist take about female comedians. Amy Schumer is so fucking aggressively unfunny and has always she, She's so been, unfunny, dude. dude I, she's and just like, like hey, okay. your pussy ever fart? And it's like, yeah, dude, sure. And there are lots of... there. Here, to, to her credit, I guess, that is a genre of like low-hanging fruit douchebag frat boy humor that has yeah. long been perfected by many, many talentless men. I think that her only claim to fame was that she was like what if a lady made those bad jokes and just yeah. ugh, ugh, ugh. What, what if a lady was like andrew dice clay what if a what if a fucking <laughs> like, chick was carlos mencia like just yeah. not ugh, just yeah. bad just bad the sarah Silvans yeah the, the thing is like she, her jokes better. were not good she doesn't she is like a black hole of charisma like yeah. you know what i mean like, like you and, and you know and, the kind of jokes she would make if you said that too yeah Yes, well, I've got a black <laughs> hole. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? It's just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You can't, you can't make millions making the same fucking jokes that I yeah. would make and get myself fired from work, you know? Yeah, like, when it, yeah exactly. Anyway. It's so fucking stupid. Can you imagine but, uh, her as Barbie? But they ended up making a stellar choice. Yeah, th there was also uh, Anne Hathaway was attached to it at sure, one point as well. She's fine. Yeah, she would have been great. Um, uh, But yeah, and then it went back into the de development hell. And then Greta Gerwig uh, came in and she co-wrote the script with Noah Baumbach, and uh, she's directing it. And it's it looks so fucking funny, dude. The movie looks. It's, awesome. And by the way, it's rated PG thirteen, so it, it's not like a it's not rated like G or PG for yeah. like little kids or something like that. Um, Although PG thirteen, I feel like is the new PG. I don't know that PG is like mm -hmm. that. Like doesn't happen that much anymore. I feel like. I have no idea. I don't watch a lot of PG movies. A lot of movies are PG thirteen though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like PG thirteen has suit like PG. I feel like just doesn't. Well, I also I mean for like adults too, PG thirteen. That's just I think the most common one. Yeah. But um, anyway, it's got a uh, fucking uh, Ryan Gosling looks like he's gonna be so fucking funny in it. Dude, the have, you heard, so, have said, you heard the the fucking? My job is beach. Have you heard the? <laughs> have you heard the French controversy about the billboards? No. Okay, so the American billboard for Barbie. And I'm yeah. gonna butcher my French here. So the American billboard for Barbie. Oh, I if you've did seen hear about it, this. It's like a picture of Barbie sitting on Ken's shoulders, yeah. and it says like she can do everything, 
he's just Ken, right? Yeah, but like which is Ken like, means like you know benign and funny, whatever. And so they translated that literally into French, which is something along the lines of "Elle peut tout faire, faire. lui c'est juste Ken." Not realizing that in in French slang, Ken means like to fuck. Yeah, and so. Translating to the average French reader, it says she can do anything. He can just fuck. Which yeah, which is is like, amazing. Dude, so rad. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely need to just lean into that because if yeah. you look at the poster, it yeah. just rules. Like, dude, look at this guy. All he does is fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh, dude, and like the shit that fucking Ryan Gosling was saying about it too. But I think he was even saying that like, no, Ken doesn't have sex. Like, yeah. he was like, people don't know. People don't know anything about Ken. They don't know how to get into, like, Ken mindset, you know? Yeah. And all this shit. And he's just like, yeah, this movie is for the real Ken cells only. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, real real fans of Ken understand that Barbie never gave a fuck about Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, Ken doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it looks so fucking funny. Dude, and, Ken um, cells. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, dude. So, okay. So, I agree that the movie actually looks awesome. I remember seeing the first yeah. trailer, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to need to see if my, like, my sister wants to go see this or something. Yeah. That's like a great flick to to bridge the worlds right like yeah because it, it just looks awesome i didn't oh, grow up playing so with barbies but i i suddenly feel yeah, like the a barbie cast fan. of it is so like so many people are in it uh dua lipa plays all of the mermaids in it which is really funny that's hysterical <laughs> also just the idea of dua lipa as a mermaid like yeah you know, i am yeah, still dude. just a caveman just so everyone knows yeah. um that's exciting to me yeah um uh, is yeah, there and, uh, a mr mermaid yeah, there, there are there are a ton of people in it um and i'm drawing a blank right now because i literally think my brain yeah. is cooking but i mean yeah margot robbie is uh barbie a much oh, that's better right. choice than amy schumer well she's she's spectacular because she can do she can do comedy yeah and she's got serious chops she's a great yeah. actress and i think she's yeah she can actually act yeah um but she she's can also charisma. be funny she can pull yeah. off funny and not everyone can. A lot of people can do one or the other, but I think she's absolutely the right person for exactly. it. Plus, I mean, you know, not that this is the most important thing, but we're talking about Barbie, who's like, you know, an icon of a certain look. And like, Margot Robbie is that. She's like a yeah. sex symbol. She's uh, got the acting chops. She's, yeah, I mean, like, just the perfect casting for it. Yeah.
Alright, so I think we're gonna have the same ranking. Yeah, I think so too. Um so maybe, I'm thinking maybe. We might not actually. Okay, so number one for me is Mission Impossible Seven. So I, I would actually say I'm more excited for Barbie. Wow. Just because I think it's something that's so different from a movie I would normally see. So yeah. that kind of makes me excited. But yeah, it's not like it's I'm also the number two would be Mission Impossible. Number two for me is Barbie. Yeah. But definitely number three and a distant third is Oppenheimer, which yeah. I really, when I say it's that, looking I just, like the box office is going to agree uh, with Cameron. Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like Barbie's tracking to be number one. Uh, Mission Impossible 7-2 and kind of in a distant third is looking a bit like Oppenheimer. Well, Barbie, I think, has everything that you need to fucking crush at the box office, which is a it's got yeah. just this like massive like product tie-in that there there are so many barbie fans who might not necessarily be like greta gerwig fans or like give a shit that it looks like a good movie they're gonna see pretty ascendant right now too so that's big too greta gerwig's pretty ascendant right now she is but she's also i mean i my point is i think that there are a lot of people that are going to see the barbie movie movie who would have seen it whether it looked awesome or not yeah, and then on top of that, there's people like you and me who are like, "All right, yep. this actually looks like it's gonna fucking yeah, exactly. roll." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might it, not it, it be has, excited. It probably about... had the highest floor. It had yeah. the highest floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, 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 there is a concept of a Barbie movie that I would not care to go see. Right. Yeah. So, like, which is the Amy th- Schumer one? Sure, or or the <laughs> Gal Gadot one, or the whatever. Fuck, I, any of that doesn't interest me. This they've they Gal-Gata. seem to have done the thing. Yeah. So. Um, Anyhow, and then yeah. yeah, definitely Oppenheimer. I think that the odds of that movie convincing me to like it are extremely slim. I tend to not like Christopher Nolan, so like sure. I, even even if I find his movies watchable, I I tend to not like them. And then I, um, you know, what is going to suck actually is we're going to go see that movie. We're going to come out of it probably both with similar criticisms of it, both saying eh, whatever, like yeah. didn't not the worst thing I've ever seen, but didn't like it, and just get like dunked on for being pretentious. And it's like, yeah, no, nah, man, I don't think you have to be pretentious. Like, because that's the thing. I'm stoked for Barbie. I'm not I'm not pretentious. Yeah. You're not pretentious. Neither one of it. We both fucking like Steven Seagal movies. Like, we're not talking yeah. about two fucking highbrow fucking goons over here. Yeah. Dumb shit can be good, too. Mission Impossible. Two of my which- favorite, yeah, two of my favorite movies ever are Eraserhead and Gondahar. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I like both. Yeah. You know? Dude, Gondahar is sick. So Yeah, um, Gondahar's an all-time flick, dude. Yeah, it's... Still not 100% sure what's going on in that movie. But, uh, <laughs> no, well, part of that, to be, I've watched that movie seven times. And all seven times I have been under the influence of uh, psychoactive substances. Yeah. Caffeine. Lots of caffeine, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan likes to Nothing. get jacked up on uh, on macchiatos. Yeah. Um, Caffeine's and blue chews, baby. I'm with... <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> recreationally taking erectile recreational boner, dude? Not to masturbate or anything, but yeah. taking them for the rush. This is a business boner, boys. <laughs> it just helps me get hyper focused and yeah. really just gets my hackles. Too up. much blood in my head makes me a little dizzy. I gotta get down there. Speaking of which, um, we should let's wrap this up because yeah. I gotta get out of this room. Or yeah. oh yeah, I do want to say one more thing um, for all the baseball fans out there. Shohei Otani. That's all I want to say. Oh yeah, Just, has he done it, or do you think? Well, 
Has he done what? Been is, like the the greatest baseball player of all time? Like nobody will no, ever. No, I know, do but wasn't there doing? like some like home run race going on? Well, uh, I, uh, not quite yet, but he is over thirty home runs halfway through the season. Yeah. So it would be very hysterical if after MLB treat cheated to uh, uh, throw you know a uh, a. Uh, 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 juiced balls only at Yankees home games with the majority coming in September during Aaron Judge's fake home run chase and that he beats it, the not real record, by one that if Shohei Otani just comes out and then beats again this year, this will be the cool... I would fucking jerk off until completion the day that that happens, like, as I'm watching it. If that ha- Oh, my God, dude. I mean, odds are I'll probably jerk off until completion that day, too. No, but uh, while I'm watching, the, the only thing I will watch will be Shohei Otani hitting 64, and I will bust the fattest rope you have no do idea you think do you think it's possible for a non-juiced ball player to to beat the fucking juiced record um that's a lot of homers dude yeah you know i also didn't think it would be possible for a player to be both like the best hitter in the league and like a top 10 pitcher in the league at the same time yeah. so but that's happening right now so I'm i just know he's a, he's a freak and i'm not a huge baseball fan like you but i mean just... dude he's putting up barry bonds numbers in terms of yeah. uh, value added like, all well like throwing caves dude just throwing heat well in part with that too well, well he's putting up barry bonds numbers and like wins above replacement and it's just like i mean barry bonds is my favorite player ever and he's he's putting up like dude he's he's just fucking Barry Bonds is your favorite player of all time? Oh hell yeah, bro. Hell really? I just didn't yeah. know that. I'm not I have no input on it. I just didn't realize. Dude, with the fucking single cross earring just fucking 650 on base percentage. I right, 688 one year just fucking dude, oh my god. I think god. they should bring Roids back, man. A t- <laughs> I mean, I know they have their own <laughs> like, new shit, but like Yeah, I mean they, they they are bad. Yeah, they're I know. There. You know, <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> like, what do you mean, dude? Everybody's juice that's playing every sport. I know. Like, I know. But what I'm saying is, they need to bring the fucking crazy shit back. Yeah, that I fucking want some fucking testosterone they were doing in the '90s and '80s, man. Yeah, dude, the stenosolol and shit. I want those anabolics just fucking dude, making we, dudes ball tracks. We need fucking little trend freaks. We need fucking little we little need pouch of pebbles back, for a man. ball sack with like gigantic biceps with like fucking veins popping out yeah Mark the head getting shit. huge jose going canseco mega mind shit. mode what's that jose canseco shit mark mcguire yeah hell yeah no yeah, dude mark mcguire yeah fuck yes dude <laughs> all right so is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today <laughs> no no it's too hot i need to go all right well thank you guys for listening um sorry sorry that we're so irritable and we still made an hour episode so <laughs> i don't know how we do it like we'll go in and i'll just be like there's no fucking way and then we ever and i can just shit out an episode yeah seriously <laughs> um have a great week like i said we'll hopefully be back next week with uh mongols four Worst case scenario, we'll be back next week with something. But uh, my plan is to have, excuse me, that ready. Um, yep. And then, as Evan said, we got a bunch more cool guest episodes coming up, and and more uh, ancient mysteries and all kinds of cool shit. So, yep. stay tuned. Lots uh, of reading. We for love us you to dearly. Do. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and stay cool because wherever you are, apparently oh. you're hot right now. Uh, w- one more thing for the new listeners, uh, we have a playlist on Spotify. We do. With all of the interstitial music that we use, uh, which we update as we, we release the episodes. So, if you ever want to know what songs that we've uh, used, they should be mostly in order. Yep. Um, and also, uh, if I mean, they're if not you, there you, yet, you can also yeah. email us. 
people. Yeah, yeah. Feel feel free to reach out and, and we'll answer any questions that you want. We're just we're just two dudes with full time jobs that sometimes forget to update that. So yeah, but yeah, generally speaking, it's called LU Rippers. Um, and then also uh, speaking of um, ancient mysteries and Mongols, um, all of our series are compiled in order on yep. LU series, which is also a Spotify playlist and. If you're somebody who's bothered by how much our series jump around and the way our workload is spread out, um, we have everything compiled there in order. So if you want to just yep. go through and listen to the series, you know, in the order that they're chronologically in, not the way they're yep. released, by all means, please do. Um, yeah, and we will see you guys next week. All right, take care, everybody. Goodbye. Minha vida pro momento que eu te conheci E o amor que eu guardava eu guardei pra você Então volta pro meu lado pra gente curtir Numa boa só fazendo o que a gente quis Volta logo, volta logo, volta Depois que a gente morrer